Hey, what's up, everybody? Krista here at the Krista and Ed Show. And today we have one of North America's premier corporate presenters, entertainers, and peak performance experts, Wayne Lee. He helps his audience achieve sustainable peak performance through the art and science of a positive mindset. For 20 years, Wayne has given 6,000 plus global organizations the power to achieve what seemed impossible yesterday. Wayne believes the power lies within you and helps you reprogram your mind to unlock your unlimited potential. Today, he helps teams and leaders to discover joy, success, and fulfillment despite the high stress and fast-paced environments we experience at home and at work. Wayne shows each audience how to reconnect with what matters most so they can achieve any result, all while enjoying the ride of their life. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Hall of Fame speaker, Wayne Lee. Welcome to the Krista and Ed Show. This is where we are going to document our journey on everything partnership in love and in business. We are not holding anything back, guys. So if you want to learn about online marketing and what goes on in an everyday life of a husband and wife, making these two things work together, make sure you follow us. And guess what? Everything's going to be all right and okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Ed. And Krista. Welcome to the Krista and Ed Show. And we're so excited today. We have a special guest, a fellow that I've wanted to have on our show for a long time. And he hails from the same city we do, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. You represent. Uh, <laughs> So I'd like to introduce Wayne Lee. He is a peak performance expert, a Hall of Fame speaker. He's an award-winning entertainer. I think you have like five-time Canadian amateur wrestling champion. You're a father, you're of two, a husband. Um, and really, you've pivoted in your path as an entrepreneur. You went from being a school teacher and leaving a great career to carving your own path and have gone on many different curves from there. And you have notable clients like McDonald's, Remax, uh, Air Canada, and I mean, quite a few more. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Wayne, for taking the time to talk to us today. And so tell us a little bit more about you than I have already, so. Sure, well, first of all, thanks for having me on your show and the interview. I mean. Uh, even before we got rolling here, we just had a great vibe going on in regards to uh, catching up because we've known each other for years, but it's been a while. And in that time period, you know, both got married, both had kids. Uh, so life flies by. Like it just, the time flies by. And uh, it's a pleasure to reconnect and, and uh, share some stuff that hopefully people will get a bit of value out of. So, um, so that question, now addressing that question in regards to, tell me a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, Edmonton's home. I uh, love Edmonton, but I also love to travel. And I also think that with what I do in sharing my message and also entertaining people, um, I have a great privilege that I get to travel throughout North America to do that. Some of the great cities. Um, also, people pay me to come in. So I'm blessed at what I do. And uh, I think that that's a reflection of 
uh, life is, is people finding their own love and following that. So that's a little bit more about me. Um, and awesome. uh, you know what? ask some questions for sure. Oh, so what I'm going to ask, because we know what you do, but we <laughs> haven't even talked about what you do yet. So talk Great. about, you know, finding your passion and your traveling and, and doing, you know, what uh, I'm going to say probably is your purpose, what you've been called to do. So can, can you tell us a little bit about what that is that you do and how you made the switch from being a school teacher and whatever else you've done in your career to doing what you're doing today? Sure. So the, the short, intriguing answer is this, is that I, uh, I put people to sleep and get paid for it. Oh. <laughs> and what, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, most people don't believe when I tell them that I'm a hypnotist. Yeah. And I've been using hypnosis for the past 25 years to not only entertain, because I can go a little bit more into the, the depth of the my roots and the show and what I love about the entertainment aspect. But more than that, I've used it to help people achieve their goals, to empower themselves and ultimately get them to realize that they're the ones that are hypnotizing themselves to either succeed uh, and more often than not be stuck and fail and not get over those, those hurdles. So um, after 25 years uh, of doing what I do, I've, Lost count in terms of the amount of presentations and performances, but it's like 6,000. Um, and that is now in a place where I get to go again to all these places that I, I'm, I'm blessed to do that uh, and hypnotize thousands of people. But again, the, the whole aspect of people realizing what hypnosis is and what it isn't is very passionate for me because there's so many misconceptions about what this is all about. And it scares people. For some people it does. So for me to, uh, add some some simplicity to it to some understanding and then more importantly have some laughs with that and then there's some takeaways where people can take a few tools and actionable insights so they can uh, actually use that to achieve their goals reduce stress and perform better then uh, that's that's kind of like the uh, icing on the cake yeah that's awesome so so how many sessions like I don't know that might be a silly question I honestly I've never been hypnotized and I don't yeah know much about it so as you're saying that I'm like, yeah i know what my stigmas are about it right away but like how does that work if i was like i mean i understand obviously our brains are so powerful right yeah. and i've realized that pretty much everything that you know happens in your life is based on a decision that you've made and a lot of us have this wiring that you know um is you know, maybe like it stops us from, from achieving our goals, mm -hmm. right? Like you're talking about like fear or all these stories that we've told ourselves. So is hypnosis, I'm assuming is kind of like trying to rewire your brain in some senses. I don't know. Is this even? <laughs> you know, I, no, no, I think that's a great, great uh, way of wording it yeah. uh, and a model of looking at it. The, what I like to um, uh, use and kind of that, that, that model of alignment yeah. And I'm writing a book right now and it's called full alignment. Okay. And so what that means is that when somebody has a, a heartfelt desire and just going to remind you too, that we'll go back to kind of my roots of how I got into this. Cause it is, you know, to me, it's something that happened to me. I'm very, I guess, fortunate that, wow, I got to follow my passion, but I had no idea I was going to be doing it. And I think there's some, some important parts of that story. So we'll get back to it. Okay. The full alignment is, if you could look at it, hypnosis that's built on the premise that we think on two levels. 
So consciously is all the things that we're aware of right now that we're consciously deciding to do in the moment, which is limited because we only have, um, you know, so much that we can bandwidth that we can actually work with in the moment. Yeah. Everything else becomes stored in a place we call the subconscious. And some people address it as the unconscious. And if we didn't have that process or that mechanism, we would be, we would be bombarded with, with stimulation and the world. We wouldn't be able to delete things. We wouldn't be able to create a reality. Because everybody, as you know, creates their own reality based on their perception and their perspective. So how do we, how do we come to that? Well, maybe some of it we're born with. You know, who knows? Like the research is still out and I think we need to do a lot more, but there's that nature nurture part. But what I do know is that if a kid doesn't know how to tie their shoes and we see over time that something that is hard, like tying their shoe becomes a learned response and it becomes easy, you can equate that to hypnotized learning. So really hypnosis is accepting an idea into your subconscious until it becomes ingrained so you don't have to think about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, if that's the case, there's a big aha in the sense that that happens all the time. Here's the, here's the caveat, is that many people, when they're young, they will adopt negative, limiting, self-imposed beliefs or attitudes or performance mechanisms where they do something and maybe they get, they get their hand slapped and they'll never do that again or maybe they put their hand up in the, in the classroom and they're ridiculed so they never want to put themselves out there again. So th those are just a few examples. Now, once they've adopted that and it becomes part of their psyche or it's in their subconscious, <clears throat> when you live through life and then all of a sudden somebody asks you a question and, and you say something and, and people laugh and you get this response of anger or frustration or shame, it's not something you've thought about or seemingly, it's a mechanism that is playing out in your subconscious to say this is the reality you've created. But I'm going to take it one step further. Here's the beauty of it all. I'm not going to fall asleep, am I? No, I'm just kidding. Well, actually, I wouldn't even get you to remember that. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I'm see, kidding. See? One, two, three, and you're wide awake. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the neat thing about my show and presentation, like how it differs than any other, is that everybody gets their clothes back at the end of the show. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> their clothes or someone else's clothes? Well, depends on the show. <laughs> That was a little state change that I just did there where I threw something at you, it got you to laugh, chuckle, so it created a state. Point I'm going to is the better that you can uh, feel in any given moment is going to dictate how you perform. Mm. And people, whether they're good or bad people in life, they're going to go through crap. Mm -hmm. And it's not the crap they go through, it's how they deal with it, how they energize themselves to then overcome it, to deal with it, and use it to their advantage. So a lot of it has to do with the programming in their subconscious mm -hmm. and so this is where I talk about full alignment where our subconscious is our greatest supercomputer mm -hmm. it's also our GPS navigation system where if you have a heartfelt desire to make more money have better health lose weight uh, attract your you know ideal mate but then you have a belief your voice in your head that says ah who are you to think that yeah. or that's never happened you failed so many times why would it work out this time that belief with that heartfelt desire is going to clash yeah. and in your body you're going to feel what we call as a negative emotion or a negative feeling mm -hmm. so anytime somebody feels bad i really take on the 
the belief and the attitude that that's your responsibility um, to know that you're not aligned. And you can always get yourself aligned to feel better. But it's not to say that you should feel a certain way. If people are feeling like negative or they're feeling grief, people should own that. They should welcome that. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things is that people resist their feelings yeah. and they think they should feel a certain way. Now, it sounds a little bit contradictive, mm -hmm. but it's not mm -hmm. because when people are just allowing themselves to feel what they're supposed to, what they feel, mm -hmm. that's where the magic happens. They open themselves up to new ideas. Uh, they can reprogram themselves. And that's really what hypnosis is, is taking that, that conscious critical side, pushing it aside mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to be open to new ideas through suggestion. Yeah. So you said that way better than the question I was asking, but that's kind of what I was trying to <laughs> here <laughs> without understanding the science or whatever behind it. I want to make it as simple as I can yeah. because I want people to realize that anytime somebody says something to themselves like I am this or I'm that or I'm you know not good enough or even they're thinking that, that's a hypnotic command. Absolutely. Yes. So, when people rely and, and people will argue for their own limitations because it's how we create our own reality. Mm -hmm. So once people stop and realize that, wow, I'm my own worst enemy, but I can be my, you know, my biggest advocate and biggest fan, then they, they start to turn their life around. They start to go in a different direction. They, they start to get aligned. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that we're talking about this Wayne and that we're talking to you today because this is something that I've been exploring especially for myself anyways, in the last uh, year or so. And, and just the whole idea is that, you know, your accumulation of all your past experiences, memories, everything that puts you where you are today. And so there is that kind of like guarding the gate around you from a subconscious standpoint that are, maybe you're stuck in the sense like you're just, you're not able to push through from this pattern, habit, life, and 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 being self-aware of it but i think i think like that comes down to the point you talked about which is emotions right so we take on identities in without realizing to maybe subconsciously right in different parts of our life so you know when you're a kid when you're an adult when you're you know whatever but if you don't allow yourself to feel the feelings that you need to feel in order to become self-aware or to learn from it or to grow from it, then I, I, I see how you get a little bit stuck, right? Mm -hmm. But I think as humans, we're always evolving, you know, like, and it's okay to re, um, like to have new identities, you know, like one of one, one, one one oh my god like i can't even talk what is, is happening this, this to whole me? week i need to be <laughs> I hypnotize you krista what did you do today? <laughs> no my listeners know it's me it's like oh, okay. i don't know but anyways um what was i saying oh my god oh, different, different identities different identities it's okay to have one identity and the next you were going someplace there yeah, which I know sounds crazy, right? It's not like, oh, okay, well, I want to be this person, so I'm going to act. It's really understanding, you know, yourself. And yeah. one of the questions that I was asked recently through, um, I think, one of the programs we're in uh, was, you know, who do you want to be this decade, right? And yeah. thinking about that and deciding that. And that, that's a loaded question when you sit down and go, okay, 
you know, it's not like, well, I want my hair to be this color. It's like, as a person, you know, I have 10 years right now. And if, if I want to become that person on purpose, you know, you got to think about it and step into it. It's kind of like your GPS. You're talking about internal GPS. But when right? you do that, yeah, it's not easy because all of these subconscious things come up mm -hmm. and you start, you know, as soon as you think about it, anybody who's trying to say, oh yeah, okay, this decade, I want to be, you know, a better mom. I want to be healthier. I want to, you know, have a multi-million dollar, whatever your thing is. As soon as you say it, there's all these thoughts that come up right away, right? So what I've been doing is I've been, kind of writing them down so that I can be aware of them to try and smash them out of there. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's great. Writing them down is, uh, is a great step because a lot of people don't do it as much anymore because of our digital age that we live in. Yeah. But the, the act of physically writing something down allows you to ingrain it subconsciously. Yeah. And a lot of people also feel like if they, oh, okay, if I say this and I have to do it, setting goals actually, uh, pulls people like magnets to become the person it takes to achieve them. Yeah. And I think that's very important is that it's not just that goal. It's, 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 it inspires and motivates people to do what it takes to, to, to develop that character to achievement. And along the way, it'll change. Things change. Like a lot of times people get too stuck and they're not flexible. So then if they don't hit the way they, they saw it, they, they think of it as a failure when in fact it's a journey. And it's yeah. not so much the destination. There's lots of those destinations along. You know, I can I can name you know three right off the bat that come to me that were like, oh my goodness, did I ever fail? And then there was a silver lining to that. Yeah. And it's always a journey. It's always a journey. Yeah. So it's um, it's interesting. And one other thing that I picked up, and you were saying while you were saying this, is you know you have all these things come to mind and all these things you want to do, and then it becomes scary. I think that for some people and including myself and my journey was about, you know, being as a kid, I remember being the peacemaker and not having conflict. And so I, for me, I can say through my experience that a lot of the things that didn't serve me and at the same time I became really aware of it was all based on people pleasing. Yeah. And so you may think that you have to be this or you have to make a million dollars or you have to do this yeah. and all these things, are because it, they're really not coming from you. Yeah. And so when you get really comfortable in your own skin and you are living from a state of joy and peace and passion, yeah. that's when the magic happens. Yeah. I do believe though that everything around it is a blessing. It's a gift in disguise sometimes and sometimes not in disguise. Yeah, it's yeah. very apparent that you go through a lot of crap, a lot of you know the, the dirty stuff to figure out that's not what you wanted to do and that wasn't me. Yeah. And so when I see people that are creative, like very expressive, and they don't give to about what anybody else thinks, mm -hmm. now it doesn't say that you don't care about the people that are around you that are supporting yeah, yeah. you. You're not going to be, what I'm making a point about is these people around, you're not impressing these people. Yeah. You're doing it because you've got a gift inside of you. Yeah. You've, in a sense, somehow found it without even realizing because it's what you love to do. And then you go out and put yourself out to the world. Yeah. There's great beauty to that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. No, I, I totally agree. And, you know, and I like that you talked about that million dollar thing, right? Because I think we all, not all, but a lot of people do that. They're like, I, I, I want to have this or whatever. And then, you know, you end up just beating yourself up, A, because your goals and things weren't aligned to get you there in the first place. You just have this crazy number that you've put out there because... Mm -hmm 
again, probably subconsciously, you know, you're comparing yourself to other people. Mm -hmm. I think online, especially now, it's so much easier to do that too now. Like anybody can say anything or put any kind of pictures online, you know. Uh, I know, I don't know why I'm even saying this. I guess I'm rambling. It's my show, right? Yes, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it's funny, like me and Ed, a lot of times, you know, I'll get messages from people and they're like, wow, you know, you guys are such a great couple and you seem like you're so Mm -hmm. happy. And yeah, 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 we are. But no, 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 that's not how it is. You know what I mean? Because I guess what I'm saying is like with social media now, it's just very easy to um, not just portray a picture, but like you said, everybody has different interpretations of stuff too, right? So yeah, yeah. and people uh, feel that they have to be this certain way in order to be happy or be successful. And I think Brene Brown said it very uh, powerfully is that vulnerability is like the new currency. Like it really is that sense of, uh, you know, doing the, the um, authenticity because it gives permission, other, permission for other people. Like even at that leadership role, there, there may have been a certain a mold or mask that people needed to wear, like I'm this, I'm tough, and I'm going to come in, and I'm a leader. And I think if you look at your successful or really highly successful companies, that leadership model has gone by the wayside. And it may work for still a few. However, the the whole aspect of sharing and being vulnerable um, is very much a a quality that allows people to, to do that or to be... Um, doing that in their own lives so they they know it's okay so it's not just all a plastic Instagram image that you have to wear and you know what I think it's just I guess the world is craving that now right and as humans no matter who you are what color you are what race you are like we all crave that we all crave community right and you know to belong but also authenticity you know I know for myself I feel awesome when I'm being myself like I can't be somebody else like it's not possible you know I want to vomit because it's like well this is like I'm not even an actress but I'd be a good one no I'm just kidding (laughs) but that comes for me from a lot of uh you know a lot of work on myself I guess do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and there wasn't, I wasn't always that way, I guess. But now I'm just like, oh, come on, just be yourself. And it's so funny, even in business, like you said, you know, like you probably have this as well, obviously, if, you know, you work with so many people, but like you can see so clearly for somebody like what, what they're awesome at or what yeah. their superpowers are and what they should be, you know, leveraging with, but people don't always see that themselves, mm-hmm. you know? No, exactly. They're swimming in it, right? So you got to tell them. And, and that's why everybody, it's, it's great for everybody to get a coach that is a good coach, a good mentor that can see things that you might be too close to. Yeah. But I like, I like how you're using hypnosis as well to kind of help people with that as well. Yeah. Awesome. Sorry, um, Ed, did you want to talk this? Only. She's, uh, she's like... <laughs> Excited. Ah, I can feel it. I can feel it, Chris. Yeah. I get excited when I see adults. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just, um, I think we all, and it goes back to some of the stuff we've been talking about. It's interesting how you, and I like how you kind of 
put it out that it's the journey. You know, a lot of people go, okay, and it goes back to the GPS. It's like, here's the destination. Well, actually, yeah, that's not really it. It's the waypoints getting you to where you want to go. You have that compass that's taking you there. And how do you, uh, uh, you know, find your fulfillment? Oh, I think we, uh, are you there, Wayne? Hi. Hi. Did it just, it froze on, on, I just, you guys froze up. I don't know why I, I uh, closed whatever I could to make sure that the, uh, it was running, but it just, did it freeze on your end too? Yes. Yeah, it did. That's okay. We'll just, we'll just cut that part out. We'll, we'll edit it. Or cool. Krista will edit it. Cool. Okay. All right. So, um, where do we want to, how do we want to repivot this back together here? Um, <laughs> all right so, oh, so. I, yeah i can um circle back to how i first got started into this yeah, if you sure. want me to, to build that foundation from there okay cool yeah that sounds good yeah we don't need to like start over i'll just cut out this stuff but where like where did it freeze on us you know it froze when ed started talking oh okay that's okay. He's not meant to be talking today. <laughs> Obviously, the universe is saying, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah that's okay. Yeah. Okay, are you recording? Is it on? Yeah, we're recording okay. the whole thing. Yeah, so getting back to that story of where I first got into what I'm doing now was um, kind of twofold. Like, I was always fascinated with the power of the mind, and it was in the sport of amateur wrestling, which I, I loved, and I wasn't the greatest athlete but I developed a passion for the sport. I had a, a great mentor, the phys ed teacher pulled me in and said, you're gonna wrestle. I was like, okay. And I, you know, I literally got beat up the first times and then, and then I got in the hang of it. I did pretty good. And then, and then I just, I fell in love with the sport for whatever reason. And I did a lot of rehearsing in my mind, uh, guided imagery, goal setting, all that. So it was all something I was fascinated with. And then fast forward to when I become a school teacher, I was a very young school teacher just getting out there and it was something I wanted to do but I also knew that there was something else out there for me to do. So I'm watching a hypnosis show in a nightclub here in Edmonton and I was blown away. I was fascinated. I was actually so blown away that I didn't know if it was real because I was like, this is just too fascinating for this to be real. And my girlfriend at the time, she was there with me and uh, it wasn't until the hypnotist gave a suggestion where he had everybody lose their belly buttons or think that they'd lost their belly buttons. They were on, on stage, so they're looking for their belly buttons. Um, I thought it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I started to cry. And then he said, someone in the audience has your belly button. And so as you can imagine, they ran out to the audience and they're looking for their belly buttons and their clothes. And that even made it funnier. And so I'm laughing and then as I'm laughing, I didn't hear anything from my girlfriend. I turned and I looked at her, and there she was looking for her belly button. No way. So she got hypnotized in the audience, just watching. And you know that now I know that's a common occurrence that happens, you know, regularly. But I was like, okay, this is real. There's something to this stuff because she came with me, and she's not faking this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was really the the incident that inspired me to learn everything I could. I, I, I rock, watched videos, I read books. It was before the internet in the early 90s. So I was, I just, whatever I could get my hands onto. And fortunately enough, there was a lot of stage hypnotists that were coming through Edmonton doing shows. So I'd go at any time and I'd watch them. I'd 
analyze what's happening. I talked to them. I would talk to some hypnotherapists in Edmonton. And I realized after doing all the work that, you know, dissecting hypnosis is really uh, not what people think it is. It's really based on the power of suggestion and it's the principle of and process of persuasion. It's getting people in a heightened state where they're relaxed or the heightened state where they're so into a trance-like state where they accept suggestion into their subconscious and then they act upon it as if it is true. So all the things that I do in the show and in my presentation are really what sets it apart from a speaker or somebody just talking about it. I actually do these real on-the-spot demonstrations to show how our beliefs are ultimately running the show. They really can uh, boost our performance, but many times that, that's the problem that people are dealing with and they don't even realize it. They, they're stopping themselves through their language patterns, through their self-talk, through their images, and that's what actually creates a lot of the stress and the fear and the doubt and a lot of disease because as we know stress is one of the biggest factors contributing to the state of um, the health or the disease of our, our, our world. Right. So yeah. you're really self-taught then. I am. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, my guinea pigs were, were kids that were in the classroom as well as where I uh, was a childcare worker at one time. You're going to stop screaming. Yes. Yeah. I wish I had it down pat by then. And, uh, but it was, it was great. I had the opportunity to do relaxation techniques with the kids. They loved it. It helped them. And along the way, the entertainment aspect, I always loved entertaining. There was a fellow that uh, to this day, I actually seeked him out just recently in the last year and over a year. And he was like my childhood inspiration, a guy named Dale Harney, who used to do magic on TV. And it just inspired me. So I always loved magic. I loved, you know, doing some acting and modeling. And I put them all together. And then when I had seen that show, it was like, that was the time where um, I just took all those skill sets and I wanted to be on stage. And I asked myself a question quite some time ago. And the question was, where do I feel most alive? And the answer is up on stage, performing and presenting. Yeah. That's awesome. So that question, I think for somebody wanting to find what their purpose and passion is, that question is a great way to access your subconscious. And that's another tip is that one way to access the subconscious is ask really positive, powerful questions. Mm -hmm. So the quality of people's questions really will dictate the quality of real reality that they're going to create in their life. Yeah. I love that. We, you know, we just did a, an exercise, I think last night mm -hmm. and covered a lot of what we're even talking really? about today. So it's so funny yeah. that cool. exact question we were, I think it was like one in the morning and we're like, you know what? We better go to sleep. But the laptop died actually. We were we're talking about that was a sign. Yeah. 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 So that's the really universe cool. saying, okay, guys, <laughs> shut up, shut down, get some sleep. Sleep's important. I that's mean, right. I'm fascinated with the brain as well. I think, yeah. I always have been like in a sense of I've always been so fascinated by the way people act and react to stuff. Even as a kid, like I remember being a people watcher, you know, and being like, oh, her name is so and so and she must like I just silly things. Right. But um, even now, like the last couple of years, just doing more reading and plugging mm -hmm. into it and, and understanding, you know, how the brain works as well mm -hmm. has also been a good way that I think we've both started to allow ourselves some breathing room and not being so hard on ourselves. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, as a mom, especially I'm going to talk about this. I know there's a lot of women in mom who can relate to this, like the mom guilt, right. Of, you know, um, 
I felt guilty when I was working in the corporate world. I felt guilty when I was, you know, uh, when I left there and came home to work with the kids. Yeah. Um, so it's really helped me to be like, first of all, like there's anatomy in here that has, <laughs> you know, hormones and all those things where there was a time where I'd be like, what's wrong with me? I'm crazy, right? But really when you start to understand more how the brain works, you go, actually, no, I'm just like so intelligent. No, I'm just kidding. Again, <laughs> it's, it's the whole idea of being self-aware yeah. and saying, okay, it's kind of like you said earlier, something It's like you're, if you write things down, your goals, they become tangible. Yeah. If you, you, you've created the box that you're in, so to speak, and you can actually insert new parts into that box through your subconscious, but doing it with purpose. So consciously doing it, obviously, right? It is. It's true. I think that's the key is awareness is that people may say, well, they're like this because they've got all these you know, beliefs or negative. Okay, that's great awareness. And then it's what are you going to do about it? Because at, at a certain level, I think people are aware they're either telling themselves a really good excuse and they're just going to keep repeating those same patterns or they can do something about it. And it's about them doing something about it with the support of other people. So awareness is key. And I like to say consciously create the life you want to achieve because we're the one, the one you want to live. Um, now, with that being said, it's when you can marry your consciousness and the conscious mind and the, the subconscious, that's when the magic happens. So you have alignment. So it's knowing this awareness of your heartfelt desires and all these things, and then knowing how to work with that subconscious so you're not resisting yourself or fighting yourself. Uh, there's actually, in every one of my presentations, I teach people three words to remove from their vocabulary. Okay, I'm ready. So I, can you, I can tell you these words because we can have this great conversation and I think it's uh, on a philosophical level. It's really good. There's theory and all that, but I always like people to come away with a couple practical things that they can use. So I'll share them with you if you want. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, many times throughout my presentations, people will come up to me and they will say, and I'll give you one example. A lady came up to me not that long ago and she said, you know, Wayne, does your weight loss program work for hypnosis? Because I don't do individual sessions, but because of that very reason, I've made these programs that used to be on CD, actually used to be on cassette, and then now they're all downloadable, and usually I just will send them to, to the client that books me for the event beforehand, and then people can use these, these programs. Her languaging was, you know, I don't know if they'll work. Um, nothing really has worked for me. I can't seem to get anything to work. You know, I want to use it, but, you know, I'll try. So there's three words that she's using in there. And I use that as an example of these words to take out of your vocabulary. Like the first word is the word can't. And can't, and, and, and I'm going to, this is the caveat. I believe that all words have purpose mm -hmm. and all words can do some amazing things. So even in the right context, can't, but, and try, and those are the three words that I want people to remove from their vocabulary. In this, in this area when it comes to achieving their goals. Yet there's always a, a, a strategy that you can use those words in. So I'm not saying take them out of your vocabulary completely, but when it comes to your goals, and I just used it, but when it comes to your goals and you're using those words, they're usually, it's, it's gonna be a big wall that you put up that is actually causing resistance. You know, 
I can't get things to change. I never can do this. So those types of things. So the word can't is really a word that keeps people stuck because they're, they're limiting themselves. They're, they're saying it's not possible. It really isn't possible. Mm -hmm. So instead of the word can't, they, they can actually say there's always a way. There's always a way. And there's always a way. So when people catch themselves saying the word can't, there's always a way, or I wonder if this would work. So giving themselves more languaging that opens up the door to their subconscious and the possibilities that arise from it. The other word is but. And but is a, a word that negates everything that comes before it. You can think of it as, okay, I want to earn more money, but it's going to take a lot of time and energy. So but cancels all of that out. It's almost like you have this great desire and then but just is a buzzkill. Yeah. So hypnotic language that would actually support that, even just taking the one word out and putting this word in, is the word and. Mm -hmm. I want to earn more money this year and it's going to take a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And keeps your feeling state, your emotions in alignment so you actually are now going to perform at higher levels. You're open to possibilities and you're not bullshitting yourself either. You're not saying it's not going to take a lot of work. It's going to take work and you're going to do it. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. And then the last one is the word try. Now you've heard of it. Like if you don't exceed, uh, you don't succeed at first, try, try again. I think that's fine. You're, you, you know, you still keep that state of going into that mode of, Hey, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. But most people use try and they're implying failure. And I'll give you an example. If um, somebody says, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose pounds this year. I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. They're really forecasting to themselves and their subconscious, you know what? It's not going to happen. You're not doing it. Or, or if a client said to you, like say if you were setting up a meeting with somebody else for another interview, mm -hmm. and they said, um, uh, if you gave them a time, say like we set up our time, and you said, hey, 2, two o'clock on Friday, and somebody says, well, I'll try. Mm -hmm. What are they really communicating? I'm not going to be there. Yeah. And maybe at best it may happen, but it's, it's pretty soft language. Priority, yeah. So the word try can be replaced with do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. And if people honestly know that they're not going to, then don't do it, but take it away from your whole aspect of kind of BSing yourself. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So those, those three things. And, I, and what I get is, because it's something very tangible and very like real for people. They come up to me and they say, well, I didn't even realize I was doing that, but I've said can't to myself so many times that I realized that I'm the one that's programming myself mm -hmm. to stop myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if, if you go into a situation skeptical, you know, it, it's, you've already set yourself up for failure. Yeah. yeah, and I, th I think that people should be diligent. I think they should do their due diligence. Yeah. I think that they should be critical in terms of like, okay, how's this all going to work? Because there's so many, there's so much noise out there nowadays, if you know what I mean, with, with the digital land and what yeah. people are saying. So you have to be pretty self-critical, but that all comes down to some really good strategies. Uh, one who, you know, say if people's going into business or they want to work with somebody, you know, always look at who are their clients, their past clients, what's the credibility, what's, what's, what's their results. Because some people do it blindly. So that's more of being really naive to things. But when somebody says, you know, I'm going to go in with an open mind. And then once you um, go forward with it, go with certainty and faith and trust that it's going to happen. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
Interesting. You'll be listening to this tonight. I'll be. <laughs> just kidding. So that's the first, that's actually the second step that I kind of like with on stage, I'll actually hypnotize somebody and I'll say, the more you try to unlock your hands, the more you can't, you want to try, but you can't. So I use the hypnotic language, those that, that the negative language patterns to actually get people to fail on stage where they've taken in a belief at a subconscious level, which is really, they relaxed their mind. They took to that, that belief to the core. They believe they can't get their hands apart. And guess what? Yeah. They don't. They can. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. So then it tells me that if we know there's no real crazy glue in their hands, but they imagine that there is, and with that language pattern that creates a disbelief, guess what? That's also translated to how people don't think that they can make money. They don't think they're lovable. They don't think that they're good enough. They don't think that they're going to reach their goals in, in short. Yeah, it's so interesting. And it just gives perspective too of, you know, how everybody is different and where they're coming from. So I love that you shared that because that is something, you know, tangible and very easy that people can start to be aware of. Yeah. And did I say it? And we really <laughs> realized that they're programming. They're, in, they're reinforcing a programming or limiting beliefs that they already See, now, have. Now right? that you've said it, like you're going to be counting today. You're going to be like, oh no, I said it again. I said it again. I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> I would, it also, and you know, I'm glad that you guys are resonating with this. Um, the first thing I think is very simple, and I hear this quite a bit, is that people say, well, setting goals, and how should you set goals, and what goals should you set, and it's pretty simple. Jim Rohn, a mentor, I've wrote his, or read his books, and a long time ago, I always wanted to meet him. So lo and behold, I meet him at a seminar. It was awesome. But his, his simple philosophy was this, when it comes down to goal setting, and it's so simple, and I, to this day, I think it's the best way to do it. When people say, you know, what, what's the best thing, uh, way to school set? He says, decide what you want and write it down. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's not about, okay, when am I going to do it? I mean, sure, you're going to gain clarity when you start plan setting and doing these plans. But so many people just miss the first step. They like, okay, they don't decide, nor do they write it down. Yeah. And so decide what you want and write it down. Simple, and that's why most people miss out on it. They don't even do that. And then I've taken it one step further when if somebody says, well, how do you know what's the right goal? My question or my answer to that question is, does it make you feel good? Mm -hmm. That's it. Because mm -hmm. feeling is the voice of your subconscious. It's yeah. really the voice of your GPS, your great programmable subconscious. So when you're feeling good and you're excited about a dream, a goal, and say it's way out there, most people may discredit it or they may say, you'll never achieve that. That's when people start feeling bad about it. Yeah. Now, coming from the pre uh, premise that anything's possible, it's a pretty good place to come from. Um, then once people start na narrowing down on their skill sets and what they love to do and getting more focused on specific targets, then it becomes more strategic in nature. But people have to start out somewhere. So why not dream big? Somebody has to. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then grow into it, right? I love it. And it'll, it'll compel you to become the person it takes to achieve that. Another yeah. drone uh, quote. Yeah. And along the way, you become this person. You may not hit those goals, but man, you become that person it takes. And it's what you were talking about, Krista, about who's the person I want to be this year, right? Set some lofty goals, and I'll guarantee you those goals will force you to become that person. 
Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, yeah. right? Whenever you actually go after something that you've set your mind to and decided to do it, I mean, do people ever really fail at it? I don't think so, right? No, you learn. It's a journey. And if you don't, if you take on that premise that there's no failure, there's just learning, you learn from everything. And in my business, the one thing that I'll say has made me to where I'm at today and become the person and, and gotten to the point where I could do a 90 minute presentation and I can do it in my sleep now because I've done it so many times is what I call stage time. Yeah. And stage time is putting yourself out there in a position where you're doing it so many times that you're learning from the mistakes, you're fine tuning it, you're polishing it, you're reviewing it, you're revising it, and then you go out there and do it again another thousand times. And so there's no replacement for that. And the only way to actually achieve that is what we call as discipline. Discipline, yeah. Yeah. And discipline is not a bad word by any means. It means just repeating what you love to do and knowing that it's very important to do. And a lot of times people, well, they don't have that discipline. Not that they don't have it, but they don't develop that from the get-go in terms of this is what I so important that I got to get myself to the gym. I got to get myself to the gym to do that. I got to find a way that I'm going to really enjoy it so it becomes fun and then it carries over. So by the end of it, I'm like, it's a habit and I really enjoy it. Yeah, it does come down to habits for sure. And that's one thing, it sounds like you've done a lot of reading as well. I love Jim Rohn as well. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what, once you start plugging into that and, you know, other entrepreneurs and people's journey, you actually start to see patterns, don't you? In those things. And it, it does, it comes down to habits, right? What you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to, and exactly what we talked about, like how you're dis disciplining yourself. Um, you've probably heard this, this quote before, and it's like people overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 years. Um, so that quote, you know, for the last couple of years, yeah. it's always resonated with me, Yeah. but even so more, when I go back to my question that I was asked, you know, the other day about like, who do you want to be mm -hmm. for this next decade, decide and become that person, you know? Um, and yeah, there's 10 years went by like crazy. You know, when I look at it now, I'm like, what did I do? I did nothing. Yeah, I did. I had babies. I got married. I did all these things, but we forget yeah. when a lot of times we let life drive us too, you know, mm -hmm. and that's okay. You got to do that too. But if you have, you know, a big goal or a mission to make impact, I think um, it's just a matter of shifting mm -hmm. some stuff up here. And I thought, I think a lot of people um, don't realize like that we have this 2000, 20,000 year old brain. Like we're programmed to be walking through the jungle and behind that bush is the lion. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. there or not, because it's survival. Yeah. So every day when you wake up, there is a negative perspective that can pervade pre throughout the whole day, your life. You can look at all of the, where is the lion, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're doing that, you're in that state of like defense constantly. Um, it, taking your goals and like you said, writing them down and then actually feeling it and thinking about it and visualizing it. Um, and then you get into the strategy of it and the tactical, and all of a sudden you're manifesting it. And yeah. it's, it sounds simple, is it? I don't know, but um, if you follow that, you can do, I think anything is possible. Yeah, well I think it's simple, it's just not always easy. Yeah. 
And so what I mean by that is that you gotta make the, you gotta make the not easy, easy. And the way to do that is through discipline. There's no shortcuts. There's great strategies and people have to trust themselves. They also have to look at successful models that are out there because what you said, Krista, that those people always leave clues or patterns that are, that there's a common thread or a number of common threads that are happening. And Jim Rohn called that fundamentals. Yeah. He says, you know, there'll always be new technology. There'll be, you know, but they'll you'll never change a fundamental. And it's like when I wrestled, one of the most important skills to learn was a stance. If you didn't have that, everything else would be kind of like um, weakened. And so you need to have a good stance. And our stance in life is like from the moment you get up, what are those routines? Yeah. Mm. It's, it's something you see in, in top performers that, that I have studied and looked at people that have studied them, yeah. that, that morning routine is, is very important and it's really how it sets the day. Yeah. And that's another tangible is just knowing that there's one thing you can do in the day. Um, and then another thing to kind of, and I say kind of, because it works differently for everyone and I'm not going to be like, oh, this is just black and white, this is how it works. Yeah. But I'm a big believer that when you take a goal and you fast forward and you visualize as if you've achieved it, there's magic to that. Mm -hmm. And so you create a very powerful feeling state, which is a victory vibration, I call it. So when you get into this victory vibration, you are setting it out to the universe that you're going to get that back. And that may sound very uh, ethereal, which it is, but it's very true in terms of how science has studied the, you know, the thoughts of things, the mag magnetism, and also just the brainwave activity and also the results in people's lives. And if you look at like people like Einstein talking about riding the wave in their imagination, that's where his best ideas came to him. I mean, we've got this brilliant thing we call the imagination that is our creation station. And so many people are using it over and over in the same negative way. So in order to create something different, you've got to see some new ideas, you've got to program your subconscious so then you get this beautiful imagery of what you want. And then feeling as though you've already achieved it is magical because that feeling state is telling you that you have and you're actually going to start to attract the people places things events opportunities and ideas just like magic but the magic's really you and it's aligning yourself to yeah. that so then you go out there and you perform and you take that action that we have to act somehow whether it's sitting on a couch or we have to go out there and perform it's it, it's it's how you align everything so that thinking about already achieving it creates uh a great way to end the day or start the day or just visualize it throughout the day so you can pave the way in your subconscious. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So um, one thing we like to always ask all of our guests is what their superpower is. Sure. Could you share yours with us? <laughs> yes. I think it's we know. I don't know, maybe a different word, but uh, my superpower is passion. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. So I, I, I was uh, very blessed at a young age, like when I got into wrestling, that eventually when I did start to love it, I said to myself, whatever I do in life, I'm going to have to feel the same feeling. And so it was like a commitment or a promise that I didn't even know at the time. But now looking back, I'm like, wow. And so getting this feeling like uh, when I was teaching, it was good, but there was something that mm, there was something else I was looking for. And then knowing that I got into this, it was like, oh, you know, love it. I remember doing my first show at the Sidetrack Cafe, which is a big show. Um, after the Sidetrack. Oh, you did? So, well, it, you know, no longer there. But this is back in the 90s when 
I was still teaching, obviously, and did a whole bunch of uh, smaller events. But then when I did this one event, afterwards, like, I was just like, this is what I want to do. There was that feeling again. It was like, you know, it was visceral. And somebody even said to me, well, if this doesn't work out, you can always go back to teaching. And I didn't even have that. I couldn't even comprehend that because it was like forward with this. Mm. Um, now, that's not to say I'm not open to other things because my big goal was to make um, – make it into Las Vegas and have my own big show there. And uh, it was on track and what was so enticing that I had a group actually that noticed me, they, they got a hold of me, they said, we want to bring you to Vegas, we want you to have your own show. And long story short, just before 9-11, you know, I'm all primed and then 9-11 hits and everything goes south, literally. I mean, it was, it was no longer gonna happen. So I was pretty crushed because it was like, that was an opportunity and now it's gone. Um, I could have still went that route, but I felt like there was a, there was a turning point. And that turning point was me taking everything that I had done over the years with my teaching, with, with my entertainment, with me wanting to share a philosophy and a message, um, all wrapped around life is magic and your subconscious and how to program it and consciously create the things that you want in life. It gave me an opportunity to go down that road and then focus more on these corporate groups that are booking me for, you know, keynote presentations on performance. So I just feel like right now that is exactly where I needed to be, like that point to here. And I feel like I'm just getting started after 20 some years. And so I can say that my superpower is tapping into that passion, even when things aren't going right. And we've all had these things. If we had another hour, I could tell you some monsters. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, so you know, I was actually thinking about this exact question, but you kind of have answered it in a way. And I was, I, I wanted to ask you, like, was there ever a time where, you know, you felt like just giving up and walking away from it? I would imagine, you know, being in your industry, you've heard people tell you you're crazy a million times, maybe not so much now because you're there, but you know, back in the day when you started to um, leave a career to, I'm a big believer that you have to have passion in order yeah. to get the heck out of bed every day to keep chasing after yeah. whatever it is and I think that every situation that you're given it happens like it happens for a reason right and it usually is preparing you for what's to come mm -hmm. yeah. I will put the yeah I, I totally agree and I will say this is that I've been aware of this passion and it's become my drug. Yeah. It's become my um, blessed, it's a good drug and it's a good feeder system of my drug of choice to get up on stage and feel high and give and to, to, to really, so I couldn't imagine myself anything, doing anything differently. So there I use the word couldn't or can't because it's like I'm using it in a light to really shine my yeah. passion. And the other thing too is that because I'm so passionate about it, I think people that weren't, would not be as passionate as I am that hit some of the things that I hit, they would, they would give up. So that wasn't even an option, if that makes sense, because it's like, what else would I do? Like, and then I think there's also a checking point and the checking point comes down to when you ask a question, like, what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. Even when things get as bad as they have gotten, mm -hmm. you say, what am I grateful for in this situation? Or what am I grateful for? And that, you know, that switches everything. And then to, for me to spin off, like I get to do what I love to do. I get to be on these stages. I get to be with my family. I, I get to not have a nine to five. Like all these things just then come into perspective and you're like, 
that's a driving force. That's a fuel. And, um, and all these negative adversities also become learning lessons. If you say, what did I learn from this? Yeah. I mean, having passion that, that is, you know, an awesome superpower and not everybody has that i think everybody does they just haven't tapped into it or figured it out and you can have more than one passion but i know that feeling you're talking about yeah um i think everybody it looks different to everybody maybe it's not just their career maybe it's you know something in terms of their their hobby they haven't made a career but everybody has felt that feeling of where they were like like in the flow state where they're like wow so you don't have to make money at, at your passion you just have to feel it yeah. yeah. And, you know, the only difference between, you know, uh, you and somebody else is, you know, maybe in the same field where has tried it and is like, ah, I'm not successful is that you didn't give up. That's right. Yeah, you know what? It's true. It's like my wife were listening to my wife and I were listening to Coldplay the other day. It was on their last album and it's up and up. Mm-hmm. And that's our theme song for this year because it's like it's like just up and up no matter what it's just keep going up and up and don't ever give up it's like we you know are so focused and one of the things I'll share and I know that uh, we don't have a lot of time left but one of the big things that happened in 2016 turning the corner is that there was somebody working for me and I found out that uh, she was stealing large amounts of money mm-hmm. and so that was um, uh, an awakening an eye-opener and those things that I just talked about in terms of the, okay, you know, these things that really can throw us off our game, those two questions helped me kept, keep things in perspective. Yeah. You know, what am I grateful for? Yeah. And what have I learned from the situation? I'll tell you what, if that, if that situation I didn't go through, I wouldn't be who I am here today, right. uh, sitting, talking to you about, you know, not giving up passion, uh, earning the right to do that, but more importantly, helping others that, giving permission for people to follow their dreams, to follow their career, to follow their goals, and to live it with such zest. I love it. Thank you. Yes, thank you You, very you much. have dropped a lot of very good um, insight in this conversation, and I feel like I can cancel my uh, psychiatrist appointment. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, I didn't want to tell you, Krista, but I was dropping these little hypnotic phrases, and then oh, before we go, it's like, and they hit your subconscious like a bomb. Oh, I just saw the invoice pop up. <laughs> <laughs> you really are efficient. No. <laughs> after this call, about five minutes after, you're like sending me all this money. You're like, wow, we're sending him all this money. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, do you have any questions for us before we wrap up? I do, yeah. Um, where you guys are, like knowing your backstory and, and, and uh, meeting, I know... And even knowing you, Ed, over the years, I mean, you're a true entrepreneur. You have a passion for um, getting out and serving in a way aligned to whatever you love to do. So I guess my question is, what, what is a piece of advice that you would give entrepreneurs or people just wanting to get into it? Because you've had to do that yourselves. So people jumping into the, to the sense of um, that point of, I want to be getting my own business running and oh i've got maybe some fears or some trepidation well i'm just writing it down are you okay but um no i think uh over the years i've had a couple of businesses and i i think at that time i had a vague idea of where i was going 
I have been the guy that kind of will go and start a business and kind of see where it goes. But I think today uh, I'm more seasoned in the sense like, it's like I'm trying to really say, okay, this is where I'm going and writing it down and manifesting it. And, and what does that look like? Who do I want to serve? And, and really something Krista brought up that's been a big chord for me is like, okay, who do you want to be in 10 years? Yeah. Right. Uh, I want to be a husband, a good husband. I want to be a father. I want to, uh, you know, be a leader, whatever it may be to write that out and actually have it there as kind of that beacon. Obviously there's all the waypoints as you go along. It isn't necessarily from point A to point B. Um, but I think that that uh, is something that I would give somebody some advice. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. It's like, um, it's better to learn from other people that have their mistakes, right? So that you accelerate your growth. And if you can do that, then you're that much further ahead, right? So. Well, I love, I love that just in regards to, like, I resonate with that so much in my own experiences, the fact that you've gone through that before and getting a more solid vision and why, like not wasting your time because you've learned things along the way about why you want to do this and who you want to serve. And it, it, it cuts to the chase of being able to do that, um, jump in quicker and obviously have some clarity. And I want to, to uh, cl close a bit of a loop here because this is, this isn't like, I'm getting a bit of shivers. I'm like, this yeah. is exciting because you know what? Um, you went after your passion. You didn't say, oh, well, there's no university to become a performance uh, coach or to be a hypnotist or to, you were like, you know what? I love this. I'm going to re I'm going to learn about it. Self-taught. And I'm going to, keep honing my craft and moving forward and then as you've gone along you've just built on it and built on it and it's taken you in different directions to give you that fulfillment so i love to hear that that story it's incredible so so thanks for sharing that and that means a lot just because sometimes um i compare myself and i'm looking up so to hear that it's reassuring and it's also uh a check-in for me which is awesome so i appreciate that thanks. yeah yeah, I mean, I, I would also say, you know, um, especially nowadays, my advice to anybody is, you know, just just do it. Um, number one, you're in control of your life. Stop looking for permission from other people. The permission, give it to yourself. That's all you need, right? Um, you know, um, with the social media and the internet, like all the resources are at your fingertips. Um, you know, the self-education is such a huge thing now that you can learn anything you want if you have time. Like you really can learn anything you want by going into YouTube or Google. But there's also a lot of people who have also realized, and I think the same as you, Wayne, is that, you know, um, you've turned your passion also into impacting people by teaching them about the things that you know. So there's a lot of people out there who are, you know, willing to help somebody take a decade and turn it into a day of their knowledge, right? If I decided tomorrow I'm going to start learning how to hypnotize people um, or you, or they could go to you, like they're going to go to you, right? Like, they wouldn't even take the advice from me for free, but they would pay you a pretty penny because there is power or not power. That's not the right word. Um, 
um, help me, please help me. I'm, I'm not sorry. sure. <laughs> On the count of three, it will come to you. Oh my God, you know what? <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> I think so much faster than I talk. Okay. That's or, a good sign. Or you're doing something to me again. <laughs> um, but I get what you're saying, Krista. I guess what I'm saying is that nowadays, you know, there was a time, I think, not that long ago, where if you wanted to start a business, you had to go to the bank, you had to get a huge loan, yes. you had to have a brick and mortar, and all that stuff. That And, you know, five years before you make a profit, I'm not saying you'll make it earlier, depends on what your model is, but yeah. there's nothing honestly stopping anybody today from going after what they love or what they want to do and also creating their own niche. Like I truly believe that entrepreneurs are the people who change the world. You know, yeah. we're, we're the ones who um, create change, you know, um, despite what everybody else tells us we can't do. So. Yeah. I, yeah great answer. I think I, I, you know, I definitely uh, picked up on a number of things from that regards to, the fact that you have access to so many people that you never ever thought was out there before. And sure you have to kind of sift through some of the noise, but my goodness, like somebody that's, that's an expert in it, they're, and they, and they have a prosperity mindset. They're so willing to share that. And you know, sometimes you have to pay for it, but a lot of times if you're in an inner circle, yeah. you've got access to it. So a lot of people are almost so spoiled nowadays with all this stuff that they don't go and pursue it. They don't follow those fundamentals. And my goodness, there's so many opportunities with, like you say, at their fingertips. Yeah. And, you know, like there was a time where maybe you had to get a degree or, you know, but yeah, no. And I just think about you, like you've been doing this and learning for a couple decades now. Like you must know yourself now. You're probably like, man, if I just had these resources then, yeah. it would have went so much quicker in a sense, maybe, right? But, um, and also, you know what? Take advantage of the time. Like social media, you've got free advertising, really. Oh, it's, it's crazy the amount of things that you can get out there without paying money. And I know that it's a, it's, it's a different game out there now with, with, Your with strategy ads, but, but it's still, it's like, it's really marketing. It's free marketing that you have this opportunity. I just did a post on LinkedIn and it was really making a point about my daughter's awesome attitude, learning how to skate. And she really does have this awesome attitude. And it was all about, you know, uh, perspective and attitude. And I posted it up there. I was making a point back to, you know, some of the things I teach. And in one and a half days, it's got 4,000 views. Yeah. yeah. And people are messaging me that potentially want to book me. And that wasn't the whole purpose of this. This was about helping and getting out there. But I know residually, that's how my business works like anybody's, is that if you're creating good content, you're getting it out there, it, it, it can't help but just come back to you because yeah. you're sending out that value. Well, yeah. and the market will tell you what they want. You know, yeah, um, and I think a lot putting yourself out there is hard. Like it is absolutely yeah. right. But when when you are really in a, a, a place of passion and wanting impact and serving, yeah. you, you put yourself aside. It's not even about you. Like if you have a mm -hmm. message or something, you know, can help people, you have a moral obligation. All right, guys, listen to this. Yeah. To get it out there. Yeah. Well, bingo. That's it. Is that you know so many people are stuck in their own head about what do people think about me? 
Yeah. Instead of how can I serve somebody? And yeah. knowing that if you just put something out there and it has value, yeah. that's the magic. And yeah. it really is. So like we can get so caught awesome. up yeah. in our own stuff, right? Instead of just getting it out there and knowing that this is a value. We can overthink things. And, and like Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, putting out all those videos in the wine industry for years, people didn't even realize that. And he's like, he just got it out there because he couldn't give two yeah. cents of what people thought. Yeah. yeah. I know. Totally. Yeah, he has a he has a way of, of getting messages across too. Um, yeah. He's an icon in the industry. And, uh, you know, a fellow speaker friend of mine actually uh, – looked at what he was doing and Brendan Bouchard, a few of the heavy hitters in the entrepreneur space. And he's in the French space, my good friend. And he duplicated, he's an amazing speaker. And now his biggest uh, fan base is in Paris. He lives in Moncton, New Brunswick. He lives out East. And he puts on these live events where people are paying like a thousand plus to get in and 800 people show up. So he's done his work and he's making a, a great difference. And he also said this though too, he says, Wayne, you know, a lot of people think about this internet and getting your message out there and it just happens. He said, I have never worked so hard. Yeah. Meaning he really has to know his stuff. He has to know the messaging. So that's just to counterbalance what we're talking about is that people still have to go back to what we were talking about, the discipline, the yeah. fundamentals, creating great content and you know, knowing that it's not instant gratification. Yeah, I mean, I think everything we've talked about, and obviously we're on the same wavelength, but yes. we're talking at a 30,000 foot view, right? It's yeah. easier said than done, kind of a thing. It's putting it into practice after, right? Yeah. Oh, this was great. I don't want to let you go. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. And like, and like Cole Play says, up and up, feeling up and up. Great. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Glad that you guys had me on. So, if our listeners want to contact you, um, yeah. what would be the best way to do that? Just through my website, I, I got this new, great, clear website, and I'm very proud that it's, it went live here the other day. It's been 10 years to, to, of piecing things together. So the website is wayne.com. That's just W-A-Y-N-E-L-E-E.com. And there people can go to my social media platforms. There's uh, information, blog site, some video stuff. But then really it's the jumping platform if they want to get a hold of me or see any of the other uh, social media stuff that uh, is out there. Great. Thank you. We will uh, link that for everybody to see. And um, again, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much. We've never interviewed a hypnotist before. Um, Yeah. I got got my belly button. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot about that. (laughs) We'll be watching the tape later. You'll have to edit that out. Thank you very much, Wayne. Okay. Great, guys. It was awesome. Thank you. Hey, if you like this episode, please go ahead and help us out and leave us a review. Of course, take a screenshot, share it with your friends. Um, If you want to watch the video episode, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. You can find us by searching Krista and Ed. We would love for you to subscribe and show us some love on there where we also share weekly mindset, marketing, and entrepreneurship tips.